Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Here we are at the 450th episode of You Can Build It call-in talk show that has been hanging around for a while, obviously, 450 episodes. And uh, in the last couple of years, uh, to remind everyone, because of some of the things that I have been doing, uh, most of our callers have been creative minds, uh, people who are writing, uh, artists, uh, people who create things. And I call that the creative mind. This show was originally started as a how to grow a business talk show. And over the years, many people have listened and shared. And uh, it's, it's always fun for me to know that many of these people uh, have done quite well in building their businesses. And the reason that I incorporated the more creative minds is when we started publishing and I on social media I started meeting people I found out that a lot of them very talented didn't operate with a business mindset so that's why we've blended these two uh, you might say divergent paths paths into one road um, I honestly believe that a, an author a painter an artist, a, a, a musician, uh, can, with the use of the internet, successfully market and build an audience for that talent, and hopefully at the end of the day have some money left over in their pocket. We're joined today by a good group of people. A brand new caller today is, uh, uh, it's, Silva, right? Last name is Silva. Is that correct? Ah, uh, Mon- Montoya. Montoya. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You gotta. You know, I, I I'm old. <laughs> well, no, no. And I, and I and pick that up. Yeah, and and uh, you are in the uh, uh, Los Angeles area, Ventura County. Uh, correct. Why don't you uh, and take all the time you want? Uh, kind of give us a. a you know, you mentioned earlier you were an engineer, and now you're trying to put things together. Um, you might want to share with the audience what kind of things you like to write about. So go ahead and, uh, and take a moment and uh, let us know who you are. All righty. Uh, my name is Albert Montoya. I'm, uh, I've been an automotive engineer uh, in the Valley for a while. I worked for General Motors for many years. Uh, I, I spent, um, retired from that post, but uh, along the way, uh, I had, uh, I lost my first wife and, uh, and something happened in that uh, grieving process or that I actually developed an ability to write. I didn't have that before. I tried writing, uh, fiction, but I really couldn't. Uh, I studied it, and I, and, I, and I tried to develop myself as a writer, but never really successfully did that. Um, suddenly, rather suddenly, I could start writing uh, fiction. I could write poetry, you know, a variety of different topics, uh, I could just spontaneously almost. And uh, so I've been excited about this new gift of mine, and I've been writing prolifically, and but I had a job, so I, I couldn't, I couldn't really develop them, uh, the writing and the, as a writer because I was an engineer, and uh, of course I had to make ends meet, and that left me with a, uh, <coughs> a lot of material and on that I've, um, I've I've kind of housed, and now that I'm retired, I'm now trying to build that inventory of writing into 
finished works. And so my uh, my preference has always been historical fiction uh, because I, I, I like the research aspect. But then when I was able to develop or write um, actual fiction uh, spontaneously, I got I, I was very excited about about being able to write that kind of material. And um, so that's, that's a little bit about myself, um, who, um, who I am, uh, as far as my profession. Uh, I'm, um, right now we're, we're also, uh, my wife and I are, are my, are my new wife, <laughs> and, and I are, are actually traveling across the United States um, just to, to enjoy the beauty of our country and find a, a, a place more affordable to retire than California. Very good. And Very good. Well, Albert, I, I want to just mention at this time that you're a historical fiction fan. Uh, one of our regular callers, Lou McIntyre, is a uh, published historical fiction writer writing some new books. I think there'll be some camaraderie generated between the two of you. Uh, uh, Lou's wife is also a published author, and uh, they've Are you there? I think we just Hello. lost it. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Go if you're gone. Did we chatting? <laughs> 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 Yeah, there are several of us that are historical fiction. Um, and I wrote a book that's uh, fiction, but it's historical. And uh, I know where you're going with that. So, um, yeah. Have you published it, any books? Uh, I, no, this, this was a, this was a heavily in, in, um, invested um, research on my part for years of developing the history between the Spanish uh, fall uh, of, of um, Alhambra at the, the Moors in 1492. I was trying to track a, a historical um, development of North American Spanish influence on the West Coast. And but but to do that, I found myself reaching back into 1452 when Constantinople fell, and and I used a bridge. I, I was, was going to create a storyline from from 1452 to the awaiting in the lobby, Columbus, uh, 1492, and then um, pick it up by his travels and the Spanish, um, the Spanish uh, conquest of Mexico uh, through the central part of Mexico into the what was called Alta California. So I I researched a lot of material. And then I started to write the fiction, thinking it would come easy with all the information I had, but it actually didn't happen. Difficult. <laughs> so, but, yeah, are you, so, are, you, are, you striving, are you striving to be a Michener? Well, I'm very impressed with his work, and I, and I, I would like to be able to say that I could write like that. Um, but it, because I, I hadn't had the, the fiction capability, I wasn't able to do that. But now that I have that part, Mm -hmm. that that that, uh, that ability uh i'm excited about the opportunity to, to actually finish that work um and and bring it about as like a possibly a three book three novel set um you know to to take it into california i think to to do justice to the history um i think i'll, I'll need three books to do it in and um, <laughs> so that's my plan <laughs> You've got the fever. Why do you laugh? <laughs> well, it, it's a bug. Hey, I came back. Can, can everybody hear me? Yeah, we got you yeah. now. Okay. I'm very sorry about that. There are some other people. I know we've got it. We've got probably our largest audience today. Uh, 646, is that you, Alex? Yeah, that's me, guys. What's up? Okay, real quick, everybody. Uh, this is Alex Davidov, uh, a young man from uh, the East Coast, a brilliant guy who just published his first book, 
which is in uh, focusing on self-improvement. I'm going to let Alex, uh, th I, I'm just so excited about getting to know Alex. Uh, how old are you, Alex? I, th I think you're my great-grandchild's age. I can't remember now. <laughs> you're in your 30s, is that correct? Yeah, I'm 37. 37. Uh, family man. Uh, he is, uh, well, I'm going to let him tell a little bit about himself. Uh, we're going to go back to Diane. I see that Lou and uh, I don't know if Karen's with Lou today. They're here. And, of course, Joanne Nesbitt, we haven't given her. Uh, Alex, take a moment and share with the audience why you're here and how you came about writing your first book. Okay, sure. Uh, basically, I um, I opened up a I opened up a group, a business group, and I uh, I started uh, making daily dose videos on on how to accelerate business uh, growth for for business owners. And uh, the group kind of exploded, and and after over a hundred uh, videos, I uh, put all those videos into a a book and so and then uh, I found Chuck through through one of my friends that uh, is also involved in martial arts and uh, found Chuck being really brilliant and, and gave me some really good uh, tips on on how to actually uh, make my book profitable well I, I would like you to introduce your how you got here because of course I'm partial to your story, uh, and I I can see. Okay, uh, be, before he does this, one of the things that I feel is most important for creatives to also understand is that the real product is us. As Albert Montoya mentioned uh, in his history, he he is a, a fan of historic fiction, and he loves writing. He found himself enjoying it the real market or, or the real product here is him not necessarily the book so what the internet has allowed many people many creatives to do is to build what we call an audience and i know i bore some of our regular callers but uh, my associate and i have built an audience on our author website that has over three million uh, pages read a year and we've built a very large tribe of eager readers, always demanding more and not afraid to share their thoughts, which makes the sales of the books kind of an automatic. So, any Alex, tell us about yourself and how you got to where you are. Um, I'm, you know, really briefly, guys. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm from. Uh, Uzbekistan, and uh, I came to the United States, um, kind of fled from, from Uzbekistan due to racial reasons, and then, um, and then uh, you know, I continued my martial arts education here in the States, and then after graduating college, I started um, competing in, in, in martial arts and, and uh, won a couple of world titles, and then opened up a business and, and was taking different type of business courses on uh, you know, business growth, and then found myself being really successful in in the martial arts uh, industry, and then um, you know that kind of led to uh, that that led to you know trying to expand my knowledge by 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 attending seminars and and functions to uh, to grow, which which gave me even more uh, success in my own businesses, and then I started educating people on how to build their businesses as well. Very good. Uh, you are the example of, uh, <laughs> I hate to use cliches, in, in many ways, the American dream. And the thing that's interesting is martial arts, as we all know, is a highly disciplined activity. And it's that high discipline factor that allows many people who are involved in martial arts to adapt very well to the business climate. Because as we know, building a business uh, uh, takes discipline. It doesn't happen because we sit at the wall and uh, what's the word they use? Manifest 
the success. Um, I'm making fun of the secret, but um, <laughs> what, what, what I actually, everybody knows uh, who referred Alex to us, uh, Diane, it was Gerara King. Mm -hmm. Because as you, as you know, Gerara is also a martial arts aficionado. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, Gerara said, hey, why don't you give Chuck a call about your new book and see if we can get some help. And in, in, uh, uh, he he uh, dissuaded Alex to follow some paths, and Alex just, here's the interesting thing, Alex did have a, a vanity press or vanity publisher agreement, Ooh. and they didn't do much for him, although he personally was involved, but they wanted him to buy so many books that it was mm -hmm. almost impossible for him, to, I mean, you have to tie up capital, so what Alex just did, everybody, and if he wants to talk about it or anybody else wants to share, Alex just published the second edition of his book as a self-publisher. He had the rights. He just needed to make some modifications. I believe the Kindle book will be available, what, today or tomorrow, Alex? Yeah, the Kindle book. So uh, about the Kindle book, I, I uh, what I did was I published... The, uh, the second edition, just like, uh, by the way, uh, you know, if I, if I wanted to buy the books in bulk, I needed to buy 1,500 books to get the same <laughs> price as a KDP would sell for one, one, one book, you know? So uh, that, was, that, was, that was an awesome thing to do. So I, I published it as a, uh, as a uh, KDP uh, like yesterday and got approved. And then today I uh, was going to um, publish it in the Kindle, and um, that's where I wanted to uh, ask you a question. There's there's two options there. Uh, there's a uh, there is a 35% um, option, and then there's a 70% option in terms of royalties. I didn't know which one to choose, so I just saved it as a draft and and not do anything yet. What say you, so audience? Yeah, Jerry? I can answer that for him. Here comes Lou McIntyre. Come on, Lou. Yeah. Um, it depends on your price. If you price your Kindle above $299, uh, you can take either the 70% or 35%, and it doesn't make any sense to take the 35 uh, mm -hmm. But if you price below $299, uh, you have to take the 35%. Uh, Lou, by the way, I heard a lot about you, uh, and uh, also the, uh, the but, but it does give you an option to take seventy five percent, seventy percent also. So I should because uh, my my there's, my a, there's a cutoff. Uh, there's a minimum price you have to charge for it. It's a seven ninety nine. My my uh, my, that's my Kindle a, that's, version. That's a great price. Keep it there. What what price are you charging? Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. $7.99. That's a lot of money for a Kindle. Uh, oh. The Eagle and the Dragon is like 1,100 uh, Kindle pages, and I charge three ninety nine. I see. Okay. Uh, so I would, and, and, and I would say most, uh, do you have a reputation as a writer? No, this is his first book, yes, Lou. Huh? This is his first, is book, first Lou. book, Yes. Is that your first book? Yes. 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 First book. Yeah. I would, uh, I would uh, price it uh, not more than $1.99. You uh, need to seven ninety nine. My gosh, you're up there with uh, professionally published uh, uh, books that have to be priced that way because that's the way uh, Amazon does things. So I would uh, I would look at something like a dollar ninety nine. You're not going to make any money off of it, uh, but uh, as a first time writer, what you want is visibility. I, I have to disagree with you on that, Lou, uh, with respect. Uh, he has a reputation in the martial arts field. 
So he's not just coming in as a new first time fiction writer. He's coming in writing in his field of expertise. You can always raise the price later, but if you start with a low price, you're going to get more sales faster. Uh, but guys, uh, what, yeah. I, what I found is this, like this book, right? It's not really about martial arts. No. It's about business values, like how to accelerate ah. uh, business growth. So for okay. a business owner, who, which is my target, um, I, I, I mean, look, I would listen to whoever you guys are have way more experience than I do. But just from logic, uh, if if I'm a business owner, for me to spend eight dollars on a book that would, might might you know make me hundreds of thousands of dollars is a no-brainer, you know, depending on how I market it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to speak on his book, which is a little different than what some of us have done. I read his book, and it's actually a year, twelve months, broken down into weeks that are Alex's suggestions on how a person focuses their mind in building a business. If any of you from the old days remember Og Mandino's uh, The Scrolls, where in order to be, uh, to follow his tradition, you repeated a, you know, one, it took you 10 months to go through the exercise of Og Mandino's uh, scrolls, and this was for self-improvement. What Alex has done is taken that concept, and I, I'm, I'm very impressed with the book. I, I just got to tell you guys that it, it's beneficial to anybody. It's well-written. It's easy to read. It's not bogged down with geek speak and, and uh, acronyms and all this kind of stuff, but it's basically a, a primer or a guide for a person who aspires to increase their business or start a business. And uh, his response, I, I, I belong to his group on Facebook. I would say, aren't most of your members within your age group, uh, Alex? Uh, I mean, it's everybody, but, uh, but I think primarily ages from 30 to 50. Yes. And the response he gets, the response he gets in his group is phenomenal. I'm not trying to dissuade Lou's excellent suggestions or uh, Jerry's, but but you know he Alex has a reputation in a geographic area, and obviously his focus is going to be locally in the uh, East Coast, New York area, New Jersey area and expand out from them. I looked at some of his videos from 10 years ago when he was competing internationally in martial arts. <laughs> the, the videos alone are a thing of beauty. So the book is not about the videos. The book is the mindset. How to develop the business mindset. So I, I don't want to belabor this because I also want to hear from Joanne and, and uh, uh, other people today. But uh, Jerry, did you have something to add? Uh, no, I don't know anything to add to that, uh, other than I'm fascinated and want to check it out. Uh, yeah. Alex, how do you spell your last name? Um, Alex Davidoff. So, uh, D as in David, A as in Alex, D as in Victor, Y, D as in David, O as in Oliver, V as in Victor, Davidoff, Alex Davidoff. And it's called uh, uh, Secrets on Accelerating Your Growth. Secrets on accelerating your growth. Okay. Yes, sir. And I'll tell you what, I, I have, he sent me a copy. I'll be honest with you. I didn't, have, he gladly sent it to me. I have read it and I'm extremely impressed. <laughs> Even though this is what I've been preaching for 50 years, <laughs> he has some slants in there that are just brilliant. And Alex, I have to ask you, I, I have a hard time hearing sometimes. Which of the stands are you from originally? Uzbekistan? Uh, Uzbekistan, yeah, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan, okay. Uzbekistan. Thank you very much. And it's also true your parents are here with you also, right? Can you repeat that? Uh, did you, your parents 
are here in the states also now, aren't they? Yes, we uh, we migrated uh, in 1995 with our family, and mm -hmm. uh, we practically uh, didn't. Uh, my dad and I, I talk about this in my book. My dad yes. had $500 in his pocket with five kids and a family in the United States. I think you guys are getting the drift of what this man can share for all of us. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you very much, Alex, and I hope you join us often. Uh, there's there's some really brilliant minds here, and, and and what I love is there's very few places where you can go and listen to two uh, two people so politely disagree. Uh oh, so politely disagree, and both of their both of their comments are important. Um, but let me say we got seven seven two. That that that's Jay. Jay, are you still here? Is this Jay uh, Cadmus yeah, still I fell here? Off. I, I, yes, okay. uh, I fell off for a couple. I fell off for a couple of minutes and came back with a muted mic. So okay, okay, Jay. I and uh, let's see, seven seven two is. Who is 772? I just asked that question. Who's from the 772 area code? It might be uh, me. I'm talking to you on Skype. I had to come back in on Skype. Okay, okay, very good. I just, I don't want to miss anybody, you know. Uh, Brianna, are you here? Oh, Brianna's listening in the background, okay. And uh, Yes, I, I unmuted. I'm here. Okay. Very quickly, this is your first time with us, isn't it, Brianna? <laughs> no. Second. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, again, you got to remember who you're talking to. You know, I'm, I'm not, the brightest, <laughs> not the brightest chip in the pile here. Uh, Brianna is not only an author. For those of you that haven't, don't remember her previous, uh, she's also a very accomplished artist. And again, I believe her effective use of social media, because she's really doing a great job with it, has, I'm making the assumption, increased her following and increased her sales. Could that be an honest statement, Brianna? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be better. Let's just put okay. it that way. Cool, it yeah. always could be better. It, it, it always can be better. Okay. Joanne, you're finally back with us after spending uh, three months traveling around the world. <laughs> Are you there, Joanne? Did Joanne leave? No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. Okay, there you are. You're 772. That's right. That's right. I'm 772 Vero Beach. Okay, Vero Beach. And what do you have to share with us new since your book recently published uh yes. the high cost and, of um, service I, go ahead yes and um i uh i had some people over for cocktails and lo and behold she belongs to a, big, a, a book club and asked me to be a speaker there and read my book very so good that was very interesting good. and then um i called the va and i talked to the va and uh, they have a group on PTSD, and they want me to come and speak for them. Fantastic. Bring my book. Cool. So oh, wait. It's, uh, it's moving. It's moving. The question I had, Chuck, was this. Yes. Um, I, had, I had some really nice comments. One comment was that uh, this woman felt like I had uh, depicted her life in my book. Um, wow. And she, she thanked me. And uh, I wanted to know... How do I get that comment onto my book review on Amazon? Um, okay, I'm going to answer it based on my knowledge. You can't unless she does it. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. I, and I, did a and I know Amazon, Am, you, know, I, you know that I don't spend a lot of time on Amazon because we sell more books off the website than we do on Amazon. And that's where the reviews that, you know, we engender... But if that author or that purchaser 
wouldn't mind. It's okay for you to ask her privately, but isn't there That's some restriction, got. Jerry, that she has had to uh, buy so many books from Amazon or something? Uh, maybe somebody can share the, the actual rules uh, on that. Uh, she, she has to have spent at least $50 in the last six months. I believe it is it used to be a year. Um, Wow. But uh, I, I've been told that it ha that it changed to six months. Okay. Now I, I may be incorrect. I'm, I don't hold me to that, please. Lou, Lou, yeah, what's your opinion on that? Uh, are you directing that to me? Yeah. Do, do you know any other uh, uh, new, new developments uh, on the review uh, process? I wasn't aware of the threshold for getting a uh, review. Uh, but yeah, that basically, uh, hopefully she can, uh, do that. And, uh, if she can put a review up there, uh, you know, then by all means she should go ahead and do that. Right. And I, now, I guess my question is my dear friend, Nancy Henderson suggested yeah. that, um, that I talk to her and put it on my, uh, on my author, uh, Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, that was my, next, my next direction. Yeah. One way that has Thank worked you. well is uh, I know Nancy has done it and we have done it. We first ask the person if we may, we don't always share their full name and we put it in quotes. We post it on our author page. And we're actually congrats or not con we're we're thanking them profusely for the wonderful review. And again, your author page, as it grows and gets a larger reach, is going to be effective. The other thing that we've done, and I think Nancy may or may not have been doing this, and I don't know who else, we also will uh, there's a there's a spot on the website. Right. Which is the, the about page of the author. Mm -hmm. I, I find no problem in putting in block quote a review or two, a testimony. In wow. fact, the theme that I use in WordPress allows us to do that very easily. Again, with the writer's permission, they may say, go ahead, use my full name, or I might say, Joanne N. You, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, not give their whole name. So Amazon is important and there is a method which you can't, you can't put it up there, you know, no, <laughs> that's the problem. Right. Okay. But you can disseminate that on Twitter. You could disseminate it on, uh, you would send them to a page on your website that had it, a testimony page. And a lot of authors right. have successfully incorporated um, testimony pages on their websites. That's wonderful. I have one other thing and I'm going to shut up tonight. Um, we were fooling around with Alexa and I don't know mm -hmm. if you have Alexa or not. Yeah. But um, I, asked, I asked Alexa, who, who is Joanne Nesbitt? Mm -hmm. and, and she came back with Joanne Nesbitt is an author. She wrote the book, <laughs> The High Cost of Service. <laughs> I was so That's phenomenal. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, I don't have Alexa. And, you know, we, we still write things on tablets and, and uh, uh, tiles and stuff and scratch things on the wall at our home. But uh, I, I understand that it is amazing because. I know that if any of us Google our names in quotes, those of us that have been active on social media effectively will be amazed at how many places you show up. And of course, Alexa is part of Google or no, Alexa is uh, Amazon. And the fact that you are on Amazon, that was the connection I was trying to get to. Right, uh, exactly. You know, it, it's a, now I'm glad you said Alexa because there is another website on the internet called Alexa. Isn't it called Alexa? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, years ago, that used to be, is it Alexa? Come on, help me guys. What's, 
what is that no, ranking? It, it's a website ranking uh, oh, system. Um, no, it's not Alexa. Uh, Echo? No. no. No, no, it starts with an A. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm drawing a blank. I, I yeah. used to use it a lot when I was selling websites, but uh, yes. being said, and, and, I don't, I'm, I just sold them. I don't know how to use them. Right. Well, he, here's the Alexis. I didn't keep I think up. It, it might be Alexis. Alexis. Yeah. Alexis. Yeah. Okay. That used to be, as Jerry mentioned, a, a hot spot to be, and they did give us ranking. Then they did, like most places, they. Um, it's now if you want, there's you're literally buying your position. If you pay them the monthly fee, you will see your site expand in the records that they give you. Mm-hmm. And the minute that you stop paying them, you won't be found as easily. So obviously mm-hmm. we quit paying, we quit paying Alexis. I just, I just wanted to share that little anecdote. Um, I'd rather be well known on Twitter, Facebook and, and other places than on Alexis, but everybody can do what they want to do. Um, let's see. Oh, we have to celebrate an anniversary today. I want everybody to be aware of the fact that today is the anniversary of Nancy Lou Henderson's publication of her first book. Yes. Wow. Congratulations, Nancy. Thanks. Congratulations. <laughs> I, wish, I wish we'd gotten all four of them in the first year, but we'll get there. Yeah. Well, yeah, the I, was, uh, that- I was a little shocked today when I saw that and I went, wow. Hmm. A long year, but I eventful year yes it was and and it it's interesting what can happen because actually you didn't make your presence known until april of the previous year april of 29 april of 2018 right yes it was um uh i think april 18 2018 was when i met you and we started with the um website and all of that and like the fourth book the first book had to be all typed in and and it was me writing the two middle books were mostly frank so it was not as much um but uh yeah and so from then everything was shared from then on um you know which you know people worry about that and a lot of people won't do it, but if they're not known, if they don't share something, um, uh, it might be an excerpt or something, you know, every once in a while to let people kind of uh, to intrigue them. Uh, I don't think it hurt the sales of my books. Um, I could be wrong, but I really don't get that feeling because I think with the website where I saw the most is the numbers up on the website. And right. that's phenomenal in itself for me, I think. Um, but, um, you know, everybody does their thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nancy, what, what you did is, is the one thing we discussed years ago, not years ago, a couple years ago, is, and it's, again, everything I say is, is something that works for us. And it doesn't necessarily have to work for everybody, nor should everybody do it. I mean, one of our favorite friends, Carmen Baca, does everything different and her success is phenomenal i mean carmen has her system and it works for her carmen tried the website she said hell i don't need this and she's successful at what she does but what nancy did was followed our suit and built an audience prior to the publishing of her book and she did that by posting chapters as written in a serial version which constantly was mentioned on social media and traffic drove from social media to her website people engaged in the comment section engaged back on social media got to know nancy which goes back to the original statement i made earlier we are the business the book is an is an arm an extension of ourselves Uh, A perfect example, again, is our new friend Alex here. His book is Alex. So I am encouraging him to sell Alex, not affiliate programs, 
not anything else. His story, his journal alone, if that young man sat down and started journaling what it was like for him at 12 years old, whatever it was when he got here, how he went through this, that blog would be highly read. Now, it would just happen to be on a website that you could also buy his book. This is my suggestion to Alex. I hope he didn't mind me sharing it. But we, uh, not just me, we got the idea from Alexander Dumas, who wasn't allowed to publish his book because nobody thought it could be sold because he, you know, he was kind of an unknown. So he started putting chapters of the Count of Monte Cristo in the, I want to say newspaper, but the rag or whatever it was uh -huh. those days. And he built such, the newspaper was selling newspapers like mad because everybody wanted the next chapter of Alexander Dumas' Three Musketeers. When it was all done, anybody who was publishing books at all wanted to have the rights to publish his book. That was something I'll never forget from high school. I was taught, actually eighth grade is when I learned about that. And you know, so, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I, something that I, I wanted to uh, share uh, about uh, Carmen. I've gotten to know her and uh, this woman actually promoted her first book for a year and a half before it was actually published and out there. She didn't share it, but what she did do was she went into different places and and use the same type writings of, of how what she, hers is magical. I, I, it's a long name, what, what she calls it. But um, she entered uh, different short stories. People got to know her through those short stories. And when that book came out, they hid mm -hmm. it. So she was actually, she's very, of course, she was an English teacher in college and everything, you know, but the woman had the skills to know that she could draw people in to this book and she would keep doing trailers and different things, you know, and, and they came in and they're reading her other things, which went everywhere. I, I think she went everywhere with her stuff. And I think now she has a like 37 short stories that have won contests. Right. Uh, the woman's brilliant at, at what she did, but she never shared a story like I, I have. Right. But she shared herself, which is yep. what we all have to do. We have to share who we are and, and what we're capable of, I think. But that's just yep. a tidbit there. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because the other thing that I have seen in the author world there are 10,000 gurus who have all the answers. And it's always good to listen, digest, but then make up your own mind. Because I've talked to Carmen also. And you can't knock her success. Now, her method may fit very well for Joanne or Lou or Karen or Jerry, you know, or people that are just listening to this program for the first time next week. But... Again, I'm going to encourage everybody. She's not here, but go to Facebook and get to know Carmen Baca, B-A-C-A. -A. Oh. She is so helpful in helping everybody. Right. And, uh, Absolutely. You know, you know and, and, you know, she doesn't do things the way I do, but that doesn't mean <laughs> she's doing a wonderful right. job. Well, actually, she does. She's, she promotes yeah. and you promote. Yeah. I mean, the way we did it was promoting someone I was totally unknown, but this was my drive was to do this memoir. A memoir is a little different than writing. Uh, uh, of course, her books have, every fiction has true, but mine was a nonfiction memoir. So, you know, I'm telling the story. And uh, of course, a year or so before you and I came in contact, I was sharing stories as I was writing them. And wrote some of them actually on my personal page. Yes, you did. So I had a little bit of an audience from there, mostly friends. I wasn't open to the world, but um, and you know, so it's kind of. Uh, I think they're different concepts for different things, and I think that if we can use some of of the best from everybody, we're doing our to listen to. We're doing 
the best for ourselves. Mm -hmm. well, but I wouldn't change I, what I have done. I, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Right. You know, I appreciate you saying that, and I just want to go back into history. This program has been around for a while. I, I, I'm honored that it's the 450th episode today, and it started out discussing and sharing ideas on how to build a business from scratch. You know, the initial writing the business plan all the way through. But what's beautiful, or, or what is, it's beautiful. The people that I met many years ago on this show shared their ideas, and all of us learned from those and chose, pick and chose what we, what fit our personalities and our goals. What, what I don't like are the gurus who tell you this is the only way to do it. You know, <laughs> that that kind of ticks me off a little bit because, anyway, I'm a hard nose. Uh, I haven't heard from Diane. Are you still with us, dear? I'm Diane? still here. Yeah, I'm still okay. here just listening. Well, give us, give us some good news about your computer and uh, anything exciting happened in the last week. Well, um, yeah, my computer's working again. Um, um, one day last week I was working on something. I've got the book that I um, actually put together last year as a gift for my pastor's wife concerning the different prayers that we pray and, and things that we talk about and whatnot. I'm updating it. And last Tuesday night, I think I put, I did a lot of work on it and saved it all. Wednesday, I went to do the same thing. I typed in several pages of stuff, and the computer wouldn't allow me to save. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, so there went oh. down the tube. It was not allowed to save for an unknown user. Oh, you were an unknown user. Oh, huh? uh, yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyhow, the fellow that fixed my computer on Christmas night from not being able to use it at all for two months, um, I called him up, and he said he would come over. No, I, actually, I talked to him on Wednesday night at church, and he said he was free on Thursday afternoon. He, was, he wasn't working, so I went and picked him up. He doesn't have a car. And he came and he discovered that it was something that Microsoft had done on my open office program and cut that feature off because he said they wow. were their products. Yes, yes, yes. So he just he didn't know what it was. He was just fooling, you know, messing around with it. But he finally found that. So now I'm able to. So I've been doing a lot of work on that right now because that was something that was supposed to be um, the updated version for a Christmas present for her this year. Which of course, not having the computer, it didn't happen. Right. Oh. So I've been kind of working on that plus a second volume as far as some other stuff that. Um, I've put together, and uh, I know that she wants copies, and I would rather do that than print off dozens and dozens and dozens of sheets on the printer. It would cost me more that way than all the ink and, and paper that it would cost me. So that's what I've been working on there. I do want to um, get going on some, some new stuff. Um, and uh, I've also got a, a short book. Um, that I'm supposed to finish reading and, and commenting on by an 11-year-old who is wow. an extremely good writer. Wow. And she sent me a couple of her, sto her, her short stories that she had sent in for contests. And I said, you're not only a good writer, you're a good storyteller as well for an 11-year-old. I mean, I've never seen an 11-year-old write this kind of stuff before. Wow. And also I've got another uh, part manuscript from someone... I've been following her blog for a long time, and I told her that I would give her help. And even she's uh, she's got multiple cystic atrophy, and mm. she's got a lot of problems. And so it's basically her life story, and uh -huh. what she's the different illnesses and different issues that she's had to face and whatnot. And she's 11 years old. No, this is this is the uh, this is another one. Oh, this okay. is the lady okay. that I've been following her blog. Okay. For a few years now. And yeah. so she is. Um, she has sent me her first chunk, and uh, so I'm. I'm going to be working on that too. I told her that I would, you know, do some formatting for her and everything if she wanted me to, which is down the road because she hasn't finished writing it yet. But she's taking it off of her blog basically, and then I guess redoing it or something. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but um, 
so that's what I'm involved oh, in right nice. now. Very good. A lot of different ways to skin a cat. You mentioned the word blog. It triggered me. Um, hmm. There's another way for those of you, most of you that have been around have heard this a hundred times from me. But many years ago, not knowing any different, I did read an article about a free service called Google Alerts. Mm -hmm. Again, this was the time when I entered the internet and I wanted to get a gathering, a following, build a tribe. And who the hell would know a dumb farmer from Northern California? I mean, a lot of my neighbors knew me because I'm a loudmouth. But you know, how would somebody in Florida know about me or, or Iowa? So I went to Google Alerts and I found out that if I type in keywords that are relevant to what I like, growing tomatoes, let's say, in those days, okay? Every day, Google would present me with excerpts of all the articles published in the last 24 hours in the world on growing tomatoes or whatever else it might be. And then of course the, the you don't you're allowed to choose as many different words as you want. Well, what I would do is read these excerpts and if the writing or the uh, the information was of interest in a couple of sentences, I would go to that blog, read the article and make a relevant comment. Not just a very great article. I mean, I would say something of substance. I know most of you have heard this before. I still get traffic on comments that I made five or six years ago on blogs, which means people read my comments that I made five or six years ago today and come to my website. Because you realize when you do comment on somebody else's blog or website, you typically put your URL in and that is hyperlinked to your name. So they read your comment on the blog and you sounded, you know, okay. You sounded like somebody that has common sense or whatever. And they click on your name and bingo, where do they end up? They end up on your website. Mm -hmm. Google Analytics is the place that you can see where that traffic comes from. And it does amaze me. I also have a plugin on my WordPress uh, site that's a little, I don't have to go to Google Analytics and it gives me similar information. So thank you for mentioning blog. Diane, I, you know, I just, that's something that, uh, again, a free service. I, it, when I wake up in the morning, the email is there from Google alerts. If anything has happened, it takes me two, three minutes to, to glance through those. I don't go to the blogs every day because some of it's crap. I don't want to go there, but at least I have the information to make the choice of going there. It is another way to build a tribe fast. No, <laughs> but it also gives you an opportunity to let the world know who you are. And mm. I think that's important also. Again, everybody's okay. busy, they're, they're tied up. Google Alerts, it's a free service, been around forever. I wanna go back to Joanne Nesbitt. Are you there, Joanne? Yes, did you, I'm here. Did, did you share with us, since you've been home, about your opportunity to meet a person of notoriety in the military world? Um, which one are you Did, talking about? <laughs> well, I, I know you've got a couple of them. So uh, tell us how you met and what's the follow through on these people of influence. We're talking about influencers now and who happen to be influencers in the realm of what you wrote about. Oh, well, well are you talking about my trip to Australia? Well, yeah, didn't you meet a didn't you meet a general or something? Um, no, I no, I didn't meet a general, uh, but oh. I met a, a man of high influence in there that uh, that was willing to help me, and um, and he's been uh, he's been great. But I met him on a plane, going flying seventeen hour um, seventeen and a half hour flight from Houston to Sydney, and uh, of course we start chatting, and I met several people. Um, uh, when they were, one was from England, and she took my card, and I noticed that uh, she bought a book, and um, so you know, this this happens just. Uh, I carry my my cards with me, and it's amazing how many people are working with PTSD, and um, and how many people have uh, have issues with it. So um, it's been uh, it's been just absolutely great 
to be able to get to, to uh, talk to these people. And then when, when they're so excited about it, it makes me even feel better. So, um, and when I get thank yous, thank you for helping people out. That's the biggest reward. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, I just looked at the sidebar. I saw a name from the past who I think even joined this call many years ago, Pete Balasich, Jr. Are you with us, Pete? Sure are. Oh, my gosh. There's your picture. What a handsome dude. <laughs> How have you been? Pete, we, we go back a year or two, don't we? Um, 20 years. Yes. Good, 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 good call there. Um, did I send you an invite or did you just find us through a, a talk show? Oh, I just, I just found you. I, I was thinking about doing another podcast again and I was yeah. just on the support podcast and I asked them a question and they helped me with that. But then I seen yours up there. And I go, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's good seeing you. You, you, you look healthy. Are you uh, still involved in building businesses? I am just getting started again. I kind of just got discouraged with the network marketing thing. Yes. And, and I'm all excited again. <laughs> good. But it's been good. about five years that I have, I've been looking, I haven't found anything of substance that I want to get involved with. So now I found something and I'm going to be doing a podcast. And then also I have a channel on Amazon where I can feed my podcast into the channel and people can subscribe to it. And there's like a hundred oh. million people have a chance to find my show. <laughs> okay. You know what? I would love to have you tell us more. I, I, you didn't know this, but it's 4.30 and my boss, who has been my boss for decades, says Surely. this show... Yeah, sure. Yeah, surely. It must and, be surely. And, and, and so it is 4.30, and I have a few-minute reprieve here, but we will be closing the show off. But mm -hmm. I, it, what you just said, Alex, doesn't this make sense for you, uh, uh, the, the Amazon for the things? Of, I'm trying to think of all those videos you made. I wonder if there's a tie-in. Uh, Peter, I know you weren't here, Pete, uh, when we got to know Alex, uh, a young man who is a world famous, a world champion martial artist, just published his first book on how to build a business the right way. And uh, he joined us today and shared some ideas. But I want to know more about this Amazon thing. Does everybody else want Pete to come back and maybe share it next time or when it's convenient Absolutely. for him? Yeah. For sure. Okay. Sure. Be nice. Well, Pete, do Pete, do me a favor and drop me mm -hmm. at chuckbartok at gmail.com, please. Your best email, and I'll put you on our notification. This show is typically every Monday, but not always. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, and just to share back how we years ago there were different kinds of social media sites which have pretty much been defunct now. But that's where Pete and I spent a lot of time. Wasn't one of them AdSense, Pete? Or no. Uh, we, what was what was the name of AbSense. that? AbSense. 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 I think that's where we first met. That's right, and, and we on met AbSense, some great people. Was it? Yeah. Or was AbSense. it on TalkTube? I don't know. No, I think it was AbSense. It was AbSense. Yeah. Yeah. But that ties in with what I say, the effective use of social media today, there is no excuse for anyone not to make a presence, not to leave a footprint. And I think the key ingredient is always deliver more than you promise and also listen to those who you want to, who want to follow you and provide them a solution they want instead of uh, you know always be telling uh, I think uh, uh, always be selling spend more time telling and asking I just wrote a blog post by the way the sponsor of today's site today's show is chuckbartalk.com you don't have to buy a thing there but I just posted a new article on building relationships it's available to you in the uh, I think the business blog section or the self-improvement section 
Uh, if you do go there, leave a comment because as we just said, comments on other people's websites benefit you and benefit them in search. So I uh, just thought I'd share that. Anybody else have a final parting uh, they want to talk about, something new, exciting, or make an announcement? Well, I've been uh, invited to make a presentation at the uh, Bishop Hill Writers Conference coming up in April. Oh, uh, fantastic. Bishop Hill is a small right. town over close to uh, Davenport, yeah. uh, Davenport, Iowa. Uh, but it's got a, a nice uh, community center that focuses on the arts. And uh, they bring people in from all over the place, a town of 170 people. But, Fantastic. Uh, it's not unusual to have a couple of hundred there for, uh, for some function. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I, I think Sounds good. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to make this public comment. Uh, for those of you that are on the call, when I close the recording, this room stays open. And any or all of you are available to chat with each other, get to know each other better, and so on. We just won't be recorded. So I want to thank everybody for joining us on the 450th episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. And this is Jeff Bartow signing off for the week. I'm off to a board meeting and a wonderful ham and a white bean dinner. Thank you all.